Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 26 of A Very Bookish Podcast. Today's guest is a very special guest. We have Kayla from A Court of Kayla. How are you today, Kayla? I am good. How are you guys? I just got back from work. So I literally, I work at Barnes and Noble. So like I drove home really fast, did a couple emails for guests that are coming on. And then I was like, oh my gosh, Kayla is in 30 minutes. We have 30 minutes before Kayla's coming. I was like, oh gosh, I gotta like fix my makeup. I gotta like do my hair. I had to like brush it and everything. And, I was like, and then I was texting Grace and Grace didn't know. And I was like, Grace. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yes. As many of our listeners know, I am notorious for being late and forgetful. And I, it wasn't that I forgot. It's more that uh, we have a lot of things today and we have our book club meeting as well later tonight. So yeah. So a lot's been happening today, but it's, it's, it's been a pretty good day so far. Um, Pretty good week as well. A lot of uh, interesting things happened this week. Yeah, a lot of interesting things happen this week that are going to be happening for us in the future that I am very excited about. Yes, yes, yes. I can't but- say yet, but it has to do, kind of a hint, it has to do with L. Kennedy and the deal. Um, I'm not going to say with anything about it, but it has to do something with that. So, um, so Kayla, yes, kind yes. Of like to, to kind of to start it off, can you give us like a background on like your... TikTok and your Instagram and stuff and like how you all got started on TikTok. Yeah, totally. Okay. So I am a court of Kayla. My name's Kayla. I go by Kayla Rose a lot, like the sign. And um, I have a TikTok and an Instagram where I post a lot of book content. And I really got my start off of like the Actar fandom and like Actar talk or like that little niche in book talk as a whole. And I'm kind of known for cosplaying Feyre from the Court of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Mass. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when I first, I remember first seeing your cosplay and like, I was like stuck for a quick minute. Cause I was like, what? This is so <laughs> good. And it kind of like completely blew me away because like when you think of like Feyre, you think of her as like very like feminine and very pretty and like otherworldly beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is her. And the title of Feyre has definitely been bestowed on you very righteously. So uh, just had to throw that in there. You have by far one of the best Feyre cosplays ever. You are the high lady of book talk. Literally. You guys are so kind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's well, like, Thank you. I was reading, like, I read Akatar. I read it before, like, I Akatar talk really went po- viral. And, like, you were one of, like, the first people that I saw pop up doing, like, with Beth, like, the cosplays and stuff for Akatar. And I, like, at first I saw you and I was like, wait, hold on a sec. I, like, you know, like, when you, like, take your glasses off and look and then you're like, whoa, this is too real. Because it's funny because, like, I think everybody has like what Feyre is and like we've seen all like the Feyre um, fan art and stuff and then you like look at Kayla and you're like nope that's what Feyre looks like oh my god we're <laughs> like ultimate hype hype woman right now <laughs> but um so kind of to get it started like 
what did you so when you first like created your like book talk and your um bookstagram were you, what were you thinking like you were just doing it for fun were you planning on it to be this big where you have almost 220k now yeah definitely not like when I first started TikTok I had this dinky little account that was like these really really bad like point of views like that's my first introduction to TikTok because I was like I'm never gonna download it okay and then quarantine happened and I think it was like May I finally caved right and I saw these like point of view complimations on YouTube and I was like hey I like to act I like to do stuff that sounds fun um they are all privated you will not be able to find them anymore because they were very bad but it wasn't until one of my followers because I have a book too but I haven't posted anything in a while but I have in the past and one of my followers from there knew how much I enjoyed the actor series and kind of like what it meant to me um and tagged me in a video with Chris Barnett that guy and then was like oh my god like he did a resand like a video and then so then I jokingly like duetted as Feyre and then it kind of like blew up mm-hmm. yep I remember and then that I just video. went from there Yep. Yeah. Your, your videos are your first, at least the first video on your page has 78.6K views. And it is not Akatar content as you thought, as people would most likely think. I think that's, it's, 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 just, oh, wait, is it a Hunger Games thing? It is the self deprecating POV, which I can relate to a lot. When I told you I would be scrolling through your feeds, I told, <laughs> Hold like, up, look at that. <laughs> I am scrolling through your feeds to like check up on your videos and stuff. <laughs> so I know what you post. But it's funny that like people will think like a lot of creators now are starting from like book talk, on, like as a book talk page. Whereas like you, I didn't even start on book talk. I started on Star Wars makeup talk and then I went to Star Wars and then I went to book talk, which is the weirdest transition. But like, when you started posting about a court of silver flames, do you think, do you think writing that, that like high really helped promote like, and being, let's just say the face of Farah, you are Farah as it is. Do you think being Farah and being fan casted as Farah really skyrocketed and now allowed you to have a platform that you can now build further from the Akatar community? Most definitely. I think without a doubt that was kind of like my ticket into it and riding that is really what first attracted a lot of my followers and kind of built the foundation for my platform that now I'm like going off of and extending and like all that stuff. Yeah because like most of your content now it's not really specified to a specific fandom it's more kind of like a generalized and in fantasy in general like most people start off doing cosplay and they usually do it like with one character that they build on and they do pretty well and then people end up falling in love with cosplay and in love with like acting out scenes i mean first of all who doesn't love doing that but not all of us are brave enough to film it and then post <laughs> most of what we do so big kudos to you because uh i'm just getting into that and, and i'm still kind of like timid about it but I see like now when you get into that mode of being able to put pieces together and put like costumes together, the world opens up 
to possibilities. And that's like the best thing to do. Yeah. Because everybody sees it and everybody's just like, you know what, man, how often have we asked ourselves, man, how great would it feel to like run through the forest with like the garb and the corset and the dagger and then oh yeah run in the field with the ball ga- like we all <laughs> we all feel that and so, um kind of going off of that and like being in cosplay and stuff what started so we saw you do edit that video and stuff and like when you uh, so you had a small account and then it grew as everybody does were were you nervous when it came to the Akatar fandom and the fact we all know the Akatar Akatar fandom is the worst fandom you can be a part of because it is so toxic and the fact that it's toxic because it's mostly minors in there who will bully you were you scared when you first came in and did you get a lot of hate for it yes I was scared I am still scared to this day like there. There's a reason why I've kind of taken a step back from posting favorite content lately, um, which we can talk about further if you want in a little bit. Um, But without a doubt, without a doubt, yes, the Akatar fandom is terrifying and made me very nervous, or still does. With what happened when the, it was released that Akatar was going to be made into a TV series, which I, I think that's when I really felt shame for the book. Yes. Community as a whole, that that's yes. happened. And I remember you going live. Like, I remember walking out of my test and seeing all the notifications. And then a court of Kayla goes live, and I'm watching you, and you're curling your hair, but you're <laughs> so frantic and you're like panicking, and you're like curling your hair. And then you're like, no, I can't. And then you're like curling your hair. <laughs> yeah, I can't. And it was the it was the sweetest thing ever because you could tell how much you loved like the books like yes we can all agree that there are very problematic things with the books but it also hits a lot of people home like I even feel a lot for it but like I'm more connected to Throne of Glass whereas like Grace is more connected to Akhtar so when you what was your initial reaction before you went on live when you first saw that Akhtar was being made into a, a tv show um I kind of went into shock I had a panic attack. I'm pretty sure I was texting or I called Beth at some point. It's kind of a blur. And then I remember doing the live. Um, yes, it was, I was very shook. It was very intense. Oh yeah. And it's crazy. Cause like that day, I, like it broke out. And then like an hour later, everyone knew. Everyone knew yes. it was everywhere. There were posts about it on Instagram everything post was about it on Twitter it went up and and then in TikTok every other video do you guys and then analyzing Josh's picture with like the notepad and oh my gosh it was insane that was a full thing photo that was that was too perfect of a placement I know a part of me thinks that like there's no way that was like accidental but you know like things happen but you know that's neither that's neither here nor there but photo and that was just happened to be like the corner of it right the perfectly framed cut corner like okay come on come on of all things a sandwich sandwich so did you feel like we all know you are the high lady of book talking. You are Farah. So 
I'm just gonna if I refer to you as Feyre I'm so sorry if I just go so Feyre no it's all good it's all good <laughs> I'm to do an episode where like we have like us interviewing like characters of characters characters so if that we, would be so like, much fun you as Feyre Beth as like Nesta um that would be like the most surreal moment for me because I am like I love Akatar or like as much as one can like Manon if Beth did Manon like I think that would be perfect yes. <laughs> that, uh, who uh, I can't remember the exact username but I know it's like those usernames when you see it you don't really read it but you know that it who that person is it's like peach something cosplay where she like calls yeah she calls like all of like the characters on like FaceTime I think I, I know who you're talking about you yes know, you know yes I know who you're talking about I don't know the username but I know who you're talking about yeah she's call- she's just like oh I'm just gonna call my friends and she's in like in alien cosplay and she's like calling everybody like she calls Manon she calls like literally everybody and I'm just like oh my gosh I can't handle this first off I'm a huge crossover lover so I love when multiple characters come together for like not even just like book fictional characters but also like tv shows and like superheroes I like I love anything with multiple big characters and so like if if we ever did like a a podcast episode with a whole bunch of fictional characters I would die I would die like no lie that would yeah Hmm. that was something I wanted to do but that leads right into my question is how did you feel were was there a lot of pressure on you for like to find an audition to be able to audition to be Feyre how did you I'm betting it wasn't it was a lot to deal with yeah yeah that whole weekend is still like a because I have like I have like something I talked a lot about about, about, but I wait I think your your headphones are like the sound is kind of going in and out oh wait can you hear me now (laughs) it's kind of like going in and out (laughs) oh my god I will change wait Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Oh my gosh. Sorry to the people who wear headphones. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it started like it sounded like you were like an alien. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Am I am I okay now? Okay, I had these Bluetooth ones in, but it seems that they may have decided to stop working. Okay. Wait, where were we? So my question was how did you how much pressure was there for you to audition to be fair and how did you deal with that pressure um there was my phone like right after Sarah announced it went crazy like with tags all these people were following like all these people were reaching out in my dms and it was kind of scary like that whole weekend not gonna lie because like I, I what I was mentioning earlier when the whole thing with the audio was weird um is I have really severe anxiety Right. And so it like felt like all of a sudden, like this really big, exciting, crazy thing was happening. And then I had my own like conflicting feelings with Feyre and the Akatar series and how much like it's meant to me and just like dealing with that. And then all of a sudden it's like all these people were looking at me, like mm-hmm. all these eyes were on me. I couldn't even go on my phone. 
um, Beth can attest to this. I had like panic attack after panic attack and I was calling her crying. Beth is amazing. Like literally my rock. And um, one of our other friends, Lexi, I was talking to a lot too. And I just kind of like dissociated from most of it. Like I don't remember a lot of it, but I just remember feeling like everybody was looking at me and like everybody was like expecting me to do something and like, okay, what's happening? And then me being like, nothing yeah that's the part of like being in this fandom like if you have any like a big following and you're part of this fandom you are supposed to you they expect you to know everything that Sarah knows like you're supposed to they come to you for like all the information they come to you for updates they come to you for when casting call is they come to you for like what the next books are going to be who's going to be the next and it's just like hold on they're just fans too like like it's not like yeah you guys create content for us and all of these things but it's because you genuinely like to do it but then it it's like there's a boundary like when you look at people and you have to see that they're just people too they're just doing this because they like it they're not doing it because they're getting paid to do it they're not doing it because they're right up there to know every little thing and give you the access to it because that's not how it works like First of all, a lot of people did not give any cosplayers even like the day to breathe it in, to feel excited about it. You were automatically supposed to have an opinion about it. You were supposed to, is this good? Is this bad? You weren't even allowed to feel excited about it even as like a fangirl yourself. Yeah, and I think that's something that I mentioned earlier of like there were like three conflicting things happening in my head when it happened and one of those very much was like me as a fan me as somebody because like Actar saved my life like I've talked about this before but like it's specifically Cordemus and Fury and relating to Feyre really pulled me out of like a really dark time so mm-hmm. like these books are like my ride or die like means so much to me and so I had like all these conflicting things about that and I know I and other cosplayers and people a part of this were also kind of struggling with like understanding what was first happening with the show what we knew what we did it and then all of a sudden all these people like I know it wasn't just like a me thing mm-hmm. um and it was just scary yeah I think it I think it goes to show it, it wasn't like it was a mix of like a lot of people it was a lot of like I think it's the younger audience who does very intense you are a person like you like I don't think a lot of people realize but a lot of people now do have anxiety and like in the fact that like I even was so anxious for like other people when like I was seeing people get hounded and um Danielle was removed like was Twitter was so rude to her that she deleted her Twitter account when she followed she might have been she might have been interested in reading the books and that's why she followed Sarah J Moss but everybody automatically assumed that she was going to be fan casted as Kara and then like shamed her like I it just is so triggering that like that happened and the fact that that made me so ashamed and like I've never really been a part of the Akatar like fandom where like I was like making I was making like Akatar videos but like I was doing like the memes so reacting to memes but it wasn't my whole thing and it just made me glad that I wasn't a part of that community anymore. And I think after that happened, a lot, there was a mass exodus 
from the Akatar fandom. And I think, what did you feel when you you found out what happened with, were you scared that that would happen to you? Yes, I was horrified. So before that, I had actually, the whole Daniela situation, wait, is her name Daniela or Danielle? I watch her on Legacies and she's an amazing actress. I her on Legacies too. <laughs> Yes. Like I'm talking about this in the last episode. Love the originals. My ride or die. Yes. Um, But I I think it's it might be Daniela. I'll look it up real quick. But Daniela, Danielle, Danielle, Danielle. Well, when all that happened, I felt like ashamed because I had already been like it's not an excuse, obviously, but I had been in my own world just dealing with my anxiety and stuff when all this was happening in the first place. And so then that all happened and it was like, I just felt like ashamed. Yeah. Like I felt like I had done something wrong because I was a part of the actor fandom. Mm-hmm. And at that point I had, I had started to distance myself because it's such a coincidence that this happened with Daniela because I have also gotten comments about Feyre, about like my weight, how I look, the fact that I have a rounder face, right? Like I don't have these super high illustrious Faye cheekbones that some people have. And so like over the past couple months in the winter, I had been like getting comments and like messages being like, you don't even look like all this stuff, like comparing me to these like super perfect fan arts. And so I had already been like distancing myself from my own like mental health and posting less Farah stuff because it became triggering because like I would post a video and then I'd get like, I'd have a panic attack to be like, okay, well, do I look enough? Do people think, you know? And so I was working on kind of getting through that in separating that and then all of this happened then everything with Danielle happened and it just felt like I was like punched like in the throat like I was like knocked out yeah really really quickly because this is the thing that that gets me so triggered you are absolutely gorgeous okay like quick pause on this subject because I need to I need to set it straight I need to set it straight (laughs) Hold on. You were absolutely gorgeous. You look exactly like how I envisioned her. This series meant so much to me at at that time too. And when I saw you come across my screen, it was like, it came alive for me. And I know that it did that for so many other people. And for those people who say these stupid little itty bitty comments they said that because they have something that they have to deal with. It has nothing to do with you and how you look because you are absolutely beautiful. You are an amazing person. You have a great personality. Like as soon as you popped into this meeting, I knew that you were like the brightest person that I could possibly ever meet. So besides, <laughs> besides Maggie with her darkness and everything, but like, those people who have these comments and who say these things about people's bodies, they don't know anything about you or anything that makes you you or anything that made Danielle her. Like they don't understand. And they're the type of people who are not able to see beauty in people. And you are absolutely one of the most beautiful people that I have ever encountered. So if you ever need to like hear something, let me know because as soon uh, as soon as you were saying like, oh well, people came at you for your 
no what that's that's the worst thing that anybody could tell you and that's me speaking as like a fuller figure girl who has always been fuller figure and I get really touchy when somebody tries to come at people for their body type for how they look when they are literally the most beautiful people out there because it's like no I don't know what you're looking at but that's not it because Kayla honestly I wish, I wish I could have an ounce of your beauty. It's like so magnetic. It's you have this natural beauty where you looking at you, you're just I smile like you smile when your your smile is so contagious that you're like, oh, I have to smile. No, don't don't cry. <laughs> don't make me emotional. <laughs> it, it, I know exactly what you come from. And I think this this leads to a larger issue of like the cosplay community and fans of the cosplay community and the gatekeeping of Feyre and the fact that Feyre could be anybody. Like she does not have to be white. She does not have to be skinny. Like it is just because Sarah wrote her like that, readers can interpret however they want and however they choose. And I think that it is completely in your right to cosplay as Feyre, especially since you are the high lady of book talk and you are Feyre in my mind and Grace's mind and in hun like hundreds of thousands of people's minds, you are Feyre. And, and the fact that somebody, people make those comments and make a series that you, it is your rock series I know what that feels like because like Throne of Glass is my rock series where I go back to and I think about that series and I relate it to my everyday life. That I know exactly what that feels like and it never gets better because it always, always somebody is like, oh, well, you shouldn't feel that way. And especially like about a book series and stuff. And you're like, well, it got me through something in my life. And I think especially during quarantine when all of these books were getting hyped, I don't remember when you said you read them, but it is something that kept us all feeling and it was this escapism a lot of readers like to joke about escapism but it is true especially when we've been stuck in our rooms for so long and for months for months at a time you were stuck and so i wanted to say that you were a beautiful person and when i literally told grace i was like kayla it's gonna be fine that we're not ready when she comes right on like she's gonna be fine she was super nice in emails I loved how you were just like so okay with it. I have had the most chaotic week and I was so glad that you were like so easy and you were like, oh, it's okay. Like, and I was just like, oh, the sweetest person I could have ever met was, is Kayla. Yeah. Guys are and, so kind. We just, we just had to like, let you know if you ever feel like nobody out there thinks much of you just come back to us and we'll let you know you got two writer dies right here okay just just, just are the best oh my gosh <laughs> let you know okay I, but it, just, it, it irks me that like that is how the cosplay that's why I never really wanted to get into cosplay because that would trigger me a lot for stuff and like the fact that like it's such a it's such a roller coaster community is cosplay mm -hmm. and the fact that you could do really well one day and really not well the other so kind of to like move this forward um how do you deal with like coming up with like content for especially since you've been moving away from favorite content mm -hmm. how do you decide to do that and how do you come up with new ideas and new content to create 
Um, well, a lot of my random ideas I have is like content that I, I want to see or like sometimes I have really weird dreams. And so a lot of my ideas come from my dreams. Fun fact, whether it's just like a skit thing or just like a random video. And also a lot of my content comes just from audios I come across. Like I hear a song and I just like my creative juices get flowing and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I picture this or like stuff like that audio and then like you're like oh I know exactly what I'm gonna do with this yes or I'll like I'll listen to it a couple times and be like okay okay yep I know exactly what you mean I have like so many drafts right now of like sounds and like like a while ago I I was like saving so I have so many sounds saved and I I was just like okay I can't just I can't keep saving these sounds and then forgetting that feeling when you first hear it you that idea that sparks in you that makes you save the sound it leaves and then the sound is just there so like I started like doing this thing of like saving TikTok sounds and recording like five six seconds writing a quick type out of what it is save it for when I'm in the mood to record I do that too I do that too (laughs) like it's literally one of the best things because like I have so many cosplay sounds that I like want because like I'm trying to start doing more cosplay and because I love from Blood and Ash and so I was just like I'm gonna cosplay Poppy and that's like, gonna be my thing so I was like that I'm gonna start getting into it and so like I dyed my hair red and I was like I'm committing that's just, this is it this is gonna be my thing and like I started getting all my things together and then I started saving sounds but then I would forget what I was using that so now I have so many sounds of just like it, it'll just say like poppy cosplay or it'll be this scene from this book or this scene from that book because like certain sounds trigger like the the like imagination where you just see something coming together you could be like this could be this person this could be this man If I could like, if I swear, if I could be a director and have like all, I swear the best films would be put out, but I'm not that talented. (laughs) Retweet, retweet. (laughs) So (laughs) question. So I, so I think, I don't know if you've seen, but um, Beth was put into Victoria, I forgot her name. Um, the girl who does all the like the songs, she did like the Oh yeah. Theme song. She put out a video, like it was like a moss world. Um, and we know like Starbit Creation does there. Also, the hate that Starbit Creation got after the Akatar fandom. Can we just moment of silence? <laughs> how shitty the Akatar fandom is. Mm. Mm. I, I, so are you, would you rather, so I'm gonna ask you, would you rather, would you rather see like a fan created film for Akatar or a like high produced, but it's a Sarah J Moss, H like Hulu produced, so we might not get everything we want versus like a fan cast where it might be low budget, but a lot of what we want is in there. What would you rather have? Definitely the fan cast, like definitely the, yeah. the lower production where it's, yeah. 
because I'm scared about like what the bat what the bat wings are gonna look like <laughs> I think every <laughs> yes it's I honestly think that this is what they'll do because I'm you know brought in the scope because I I did I I do teach at a school and it's a small school but like um we did put on like stage productions and I was like the set designer for it um and the props on just a play the worst right can you imagine like a movie where you have to put hours of makeup and all of these things carrying these things and putting them together and all of these I bet you what they would do is that they would have it where the bat boys don't have their wings all the time yes I feel like they would do something where they could call on to show their wings yeah. or like that they're there but they're like a phantom and it'll like disappear like they're not always with their wings they're only with their wings when it's time to fly or when it's time to fight yeah. I swear that it's going to be something like that just to like save on the editing and the special effects or to yeah. save on like the actual prop work because they're not trying to do all of that yeah that was my thing is who would okay so we all know who Lou is doing it who would you have wanted to do it if if it was if if a different like if Netflix HBO stars who would you have wanted to do it and produce it <laughs> I don't even know um I I really like HBO I like some of their shows and some of their productions and stuff so I'd probably say them because I also I love Game of Thrones, but we all know how that ended oh, with eight. But uh, <laughs> yeah, can we side note the ending for Game of Thrones? I have blocked out of my mind. I literally will rewatch all the whole series, and I will stop at season seven, like the end of season seven. I will stop. Yes, I haven't even mentioned where it ends. I haven't even. So it does not exist in my mind. It my mind Game of Thrones ended at season seven because I refused to watch season eight. Yes. I don't what season season eight I have no season idea eight who I don't, yeah. I don't know her I don't know season eight I think that's the difference between like what Game of Thrones would happen and what would happen with Actar because Actar we already have like the first we have like one two three three point five four books so we have time for like and I don't even know how many books she's doing in the series because like I really don't know where it's going I like I, I don't know either where this is going because I feel like she's wanting to move on. I feel like she's wanting to move on. And she really did a Court of Silver Flames because she had all this Nesta like content and stuff they wanted to put it in. But I'm like, where's this going? Honestly, I think the only place that it can go is like to that crossover that she set up. Oh, yeah. It was just a go That's you now. But yeah, I that's what I think. I think that it'll be like that crossover that she's setting it up because like we have, you know, like they say that I haven't finished Throne of Glass. I'm going to get to it soon, okay? Guys, don't come at me. <laughs> I'm getting to it soon. Um, but that scene in Kingdom of Ash, I do know a little bit of that, just that there's a something there. And it happens in Akasif, that little moment, right? And in Crescent City, there is the books and this theory that the, 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 the sword 
that Rune carries is, it talks about like when the daggers are combined or something like that, that the truth teller dagger that Azrael has is supposed to go with like the light, the, the sword that Rune has, something like that. But there's all these things, right? And I think that the only way that she could fulfill or keep it going is just setting up things to cross them over for Crescent City. I think Crescent City is where she's really taken off on because Akatar, I mean, what else are you gonna do? Besides the other characters, I would love to see novellas of the other courts because they're more interesting to me, but who knows, who cares? Let's see if this, how does this sound? Okay. I'm going to hold my microphone because I don't want to set up my mic stand. But that's one of the things I'm excited for is the TV show is we're going to hopefully get more of the courts and see what happens with Elaine and Nesta while Feyre is away. Because I was wondering, that's why if like she wrote a novella, like a pre, like a middle one, like right between here about like what was happening. Sorry, I have my Akatar, like all of my Akatar books up here so like, good. on display. So that's why I'm like pointing behind me for those listening on like Spotify or audio. I'm like pointing between Akatar and uh, Mist and Fury. But I, who would you want to see? Like which court would you want to see the most? <laughs> me thinking. Um, I make weird faces when I think. Okay. I'm really stumping you. <laughs> no, it's great. I love this. I think the summer court would be a lot of fun. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I also love Tarquin like a lot. So <laughs> the summer court aesthetics are like they're it. And like literally, literally. When I think of like the summer court, I think of like Santorini in Greece. Yes. That's like literally, like I see white buildings with hints of like blue and teal and the blue waters and like the rocky mountainscapes around and just beautifully tanned and white haired people and dark skinned with the white hair and the eyes. Cause like when they were in the summer court that's like the one thing that I like paid attention to is like everybody was like, um, really, really tanned, which I'm like, yeah, it does summer. But the only thing I, I'm kind of icky about the summer court is that there are no lesser fay there. Or I think that that was like a thing, but aesthetics. Yes, we love the aesthetics. 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 <laughs> aesthetics. That's literally the only safe thing about all of these things aesthetics. <laughs> That's the only good thing about the. <laughs> Yes. If that isn't true, because like they're colonizers. If you think about it, they are colonizers. Like they literally want to colonize the human, like human lands. Like they are called, like, I'm sorry. I would never want any of them. I mean, except Helion. <laughs> Listen, Helion could get it. I matched with Helion. He is my mate. I took that, like the test that like everybody was taking <laughs> and he was like, my top and I was like oh, I I have won I have won oh my god have you taken that quiz what did you get oh, who did you get guess, guess. watch her get Tamlin no. 
I knew exactly who you got when you looked at it and you were like, I knew exactly who you got because I was like, she's Feyre, so of course she's going to get Tamlin. No, I got Tamlin as if my second most compatible one was Resand. Oh my gosh. So you're oh. basically, you're basically Feyre in Akatar. Only in Akatar. You did not, you did not get the character development to go to Miss Tempura. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten that yet, but like, yes. Give it like six months and then yeah, we'll give me see. give me give me a couple months and we'll recheck in. We'll check in again. <laughs> a little bit, you know. That's so I, I knew exactly when your face when you were like, mm, I was like, oh Tamlin, like sorry. I'm so sorry, sweetie. You really so got far, the short end of the stick. <laughs> so far that quiz has been pretty accurate. Yeah. And very funny because like <laughs> I think um so like my main love interest in the Akatar series is Cassie and that's like that's my type right there um and so like it was like I think it was like Cassian and then I had like Reese in there but I had Tamlin like right under him I think it was okay so it was uh Cassian as 86 percent Tamlin as 63 Eris as 59 and then Reese and I was like oh okay okay this doesn't make sense but okay it's fine I'll take it I'll take it as long as Cassian is up there I'm totally fine with whatever else I don't care about the rest because I know Cassian would take me I mean I'm looking at mine and so I had Helion Azriel of course Azriel it's like Azriel and Rowan are my top I have a I had a Rowan shrine so I only have Rowan though right here but I've literally 3d printed a book in in my BIA class I 3d printed a book it says I love Rowan (laughs) my teacher thought I had a boyfriend and I went no and he goes who's Rowan and I went a fictional character Hey, you did not need to out yourself. For all he knew, Rowan was out yeah, You, you could have said Rowan was real. You could have, yeah. You could have ran away. I can't, I can't be pressured like that because, because my friends knew I was lying. My friends were sitting there with no, my friends no, were no, no, no. How much funnier would that have been to just be like, yeah, he's my boyfriend. Yeah, and you know what? He's so good. Like he has all of these tattoos on his face and he has blonde, white, white hair and his eyes are like so green. Oh my gosh, he's the most handsome person ever. Of course I would make this book for him. I love him so much, you know, like, and he has his favorite animal is like a hawk. Like how unique is that guys? Right, right guy, right class? Come on. I would have ran away with it. I would have gone, girl. Half of the class knew because I already had said it. I was like, oh, I'm going to do a fictional character when I did it. So like, I already was in the, I was already in the gutter. Okay. I was already Girl. in the gutter. Step but yes, it I have a little Step thing it. that says like, I love Rowan. I 3D oh printed God. it with my library. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best thing. Oh, um, God. And I also have like a, I have three Rowan candles. Um, two from the bookish box, which Grace actually gave. Grace gave me one. And I th- I'm not going to light it because it's like a really nice one. But then I have like one right there. And then I have, let me go grab it. Grace, talk. I'm going to go grab my other one. Uh, it's a healthy obsession, okay? It's, it's, it's a thing that we all love. But like, 
really quickly, let's be honest. When you think of these characters, do you actually see someone when you're looking at, like, thinking of them? You do? Yes. yes. I only see snippets of them. Oh. Yeah, I do too. I don't see their full face. Uh, I'll explain it right now. Go ahead. Show, show, show your thing to our YouTube watchers. <sighs> the beauty. The beauty. So I took a Jesus candle <laughs> and I removed it. And then I printed out a fan art from Merwild of Rowan and glued it on. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That so is when the best. I say I love Rowan. I love Rowan. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. I love that. Oh yeah. So much. Mm-hmm. Now, would I ever want a man to punch me in the face? No. But never. Rowan. Well, maybe Rowan. If it was Rowan, it was, I might accept it. <laughs> if he's training me to be the queen and learn to use my powers, maybe, yes, maybe, baby. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of myself. I am so ashamed of myself. Listen. I have no shame in reading Smut, but I have shame <laughs> in my obsession with Rowan. Because I, I I am full proud. My TikTok is all smutty reads. That candle just reminds me. <laughs> I I literally like showed a video of like my Rowan like um, thing, and people were like, "I love this." And then a lot of people were like, "Dude, that's not." You need I was just help. like, "You need." Help. I need help. I need a I need a tall. I need a tall guy who will let me dye his hair platinum <laughs> or better yet that he already has it dyed on that's true i think i would have put it in my tinder profiles hey can i dye your hair and that's gonna be it oh my gosh <laughs> dang it's gonna be i read books most of them smut can i dye your hair that's you gotta it. keep that on the low because that's like a surprise no no, I am crazy, Kayla. I am a crazy bitch. I, you have to, like, my friends know that, like, I am a crazy person. I am crazy. <laughs> I have to be up front or they're going to be scared. If, if they can't deal with me when I'm crazy, then they can't deal with me at all. That, that's a mood. That is a mood. Retweet. I'm going to be honest. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm not looking for a boyfriend, but. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I know. Well, we're, still... <laughs> we're already planning your wedding. We send like each other TikToks of like wedding stuff. Oh yeah, we have it planned. Um, my wedding has been planned down to like the videographers. We have like the the party flavors, like the theme, how it's gonna go, the dresses, the little wedding hat it's all it's all planned do i have a boyfriend do i even have a person in real life that i have feelings for no but that we'll get there we'll get there you know it i mean it's a work like, in progress i found my roommate a boyfriend so i have a feeling i can find you one too if yeah. i can just log into your bumble account and just like go at it <laughs> I mean, okay, it was funny. So Tish, our friend Tish, we have a group chat together and Grace was sending like their responses to stuff and my responses, I think one of them, should I read it? 
No, no. <laughs> I'm going to read my response. I think. No, 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 no. So... <laughs> Where can I mute? <laughs> so they said something to you, and I was like, oh, you should say. I, I said I would say something dirty. And then it was like, uh, what did I say? I was like, oh, I would look better under you or something like that. Look. <laughs> and I was like, I. You have to be up front, Grace. You have to be up front. And I was like, I was like, oh, you should say something dirty. And listen, listen, I am bold. But uh, when it comes to myself and talking to the opposite sex, I, I am a little, I'm a little timid. I'm a little shy. Okay. I can't do it. But could I help you out? Yes, so I can. I could be like, you could definitely say this and it'll be like, it'll open him up more. So he'll talk or blah, blah, blah. Can I do that for myself? No. But when has that ever been the case for readers? We are better at giving relationship advice than actually putting it into action. That's, I feel like that's so true. Cause I feel like I feel like that's why I read is that I don't have to talk to people and like I can have relationships and you can live vicariously through these characters, but you don't have to have that struggle of like being in a relationship and like actually having to talk to somebody and actually having to deal with somebody else because I cannot do that. Like I already have to deal with Grace. I already have to deal with Tish. I already have to deal with Eamon. I already have to deal with Melissa. I already have to deal with so many other people in my life. I cannot handle, I cannot handle a man. I can, I can handle women. I can handle women and friends. I can never handle a man except Ada. That's the only other guy I can handle. It's my best, it's my friend Ada. That's the only other person. Quick fact. Um, uh, so apparently a person can only have five sustaining relationships in their life, supposedly. That's why you only have like really, your like diehards are very, very little. Yeah, count them up. (laughs) You? It's like barely there, right? If you have five perfectly, if you have- my sister count? Probably. But apparently that's what it is. You have the only uh, capacity, social capacity for five um, well-sustaining, emotionally close, well-founded relationships, right? When you find a significant other, that person takes up two spaces and you are only left with three. This is why I'm never, men ain't shit. Men ain't shit, okay? That just reaffirms that men ain't shit. I like my men fictional. And yes. And, and if they're fictional, that's like every day of the week you can have a fight. A new one, you just switch them out. Yeah. You just Either. switch them out, yeah. it's fine. You have your own harem of men, fictional men. Oh you my goodness. <laughs> Who does not? I have, no, that's not even true. Cause like every time somebody asks me like how many book boyfriends do you have? I'm like, oh, I have Cassian and Castile and um, uh, I'm sure there's more in there. And I can- start naming them? Please, please name them for me. Cause I can't remember them. So we have Castile, we have Cassian. We have most recently we have Dean. We have Logan. Um, not really Garrett. We're not gonna t- put him. We have. Let's see. What else have you read? Based on what you haven't read for two months, but we'll go back to like February, January. Um, let's say um, Alt. No, Altair was one of your book boyfriends. We'll say 
Reed Diggory has always been like a stable book boyfriend for you. Um, let's see, what else? Who else? Um, see, and that's it. You can't really yeah. think more. You can't yeah. really think. I more. mean, I named a lot. Okay, I named a lot. You did name a lot. I'm half of. I like to say I'm half of Grace's brain. She so really is. I literally like. I literally text her to remind her when we have a podcast. <laughs> literally, and she still forgets. And this is and this is me being the older one, the more financially and- stable one, the one who has an actual job, <laughs> the one who has a house. Well, me, I leech off my parents. I work at a bookstore. I am a. I have debt. I am a college student. I am not mentally stable. And I can know when we have a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Kayla. We are ranting at each other. You are good. It is all good. I am living for this. I'm having this so much like, fun. This is the best. These are, but you know, that's how like always um, couples always like they have to balance each other out. So pairs always have to be, one has to be like, crazy and adventurous and like out there and just doing everything and then one has to be boring the same goes for best friends there always has to be so you're one. saying you're the boring one <laughs> i'm kidding yeah. i'm kidding you know. i literally am no, I how? Literally- how how are you the boring one you're the one who's on tinder and going out there and, and do you see, hold on, hold on. Let's explain this real quick. Okay, some of the men though, that some of the men, that, <laughs> Kayla, some of the men that have hit Grace up. Look, look, look. Some of these men have like, I'm trying to be more adventurous because I'm, I'm trying to find my fictional person in real life, right? So I'm like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta lower my expectation. And the bar for men is very low. I gotta go lower than that, yeah. and you know, figure That's that out. Have to lower but, <laughs> but Maggie, like, every time that I get like somebody responding to me, I'll like screenshot it and send it to Maggie. I'm just like, oh my gosh, look at this. The men out there, they are wild. Let's just put it there. I'd rather stick to my fictional men. That one man, that one man though. Right? I mean, right? He looked, look, let's, let's describe him for our listeners and our viewers and for Kayla. He is this six, I think he's six, four, six, five. Huge guy. Muscled, like, but not like a toned muscle, like a well-built muscle where it's like he like eats a lot and you can tell because his muscles aren't like too defined, but he still has, you can tell he's still very strong because. Anyways, anyways, really big, uh, uh, tattooed and into BDSM. BDSM. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. And there it is. I'm gonna just walk out real quick. <laughs> and I was Tish and Maggie were pushing me to do this. I told you. You know what? We're gonna I told go you, you away said from this. You look better under him. No, you no, 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 no. We're not gonna go into that. We already are she, going. Maggie's to- over here. Maggie's <laughs> over here trying to get me into like to making my own like um 
romance novel and I'm not ready for all of that. I'm just, I'm just dipping my toes into the water. She wants me to jump off the deep end. I'm not ready for that. Sweetheart, there's a barrier and it's called a cell phone. You can text him and say whatever you want. You never have to meet him. You can go. Oh my goodness. Anyways, let's go back (laughs) to things that don't have to out me. So, so Kayla, <laughs> let's get back to talking about bookish content and just not me, me and Grace going at each other. Go back to these. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I know how to get this back. So, when uh, I mentioned when while Maggie was getting her candle, how you picture these characters when you're reading. Me, I what I do is when I'm reading, I picture whatever part is being described in that moment so if like it's talking about him walking or him moving or his chest or whatever that's what I picture and it's just like the best thing my imagination can come up with and it's usually like pulled from movie characters mostly from Henry Cavill and other things right and then if I zone in on his lips it's like the most luscious lips from another person eyes from this person nose from it but it's it's like a fading like it's only zoning in on that like tunnel vision almost that's how I see I think of it like a movie you know how like when like so that the scene in Queen of Shadows you've read Throat of Glass yeah okay spoiler warning for Queen of Shadows skip up 30 seconds but you know the scene where Rowan comes and he is in the like alleyway and Aelin like hears him and stuff and that that scene that scene broke my heart I was so happy when that scene happened that scene I imagined it like a movie where I saw her feet running and when she like hugged him and it pans up to them like hugging that's how I imagined my that scene in my head versus like a lot of people would imagine it from like far away but I was like oh watching her feet run to his feet and then watching it like watching like it spiral up and watching them like hug and stuff that's how are, I imagine are, are you a uh, are you a videographer no because like legit that sounds like like you would be the in the editing room of the tv show all right guys we're gonna pan out at this angle then we're gonna s- jump to camera two um Sarah J Moss you want to hire me and I think <laughs> are actually good pull back Hello? pull back just right there hold it hold it Bring up the steam. Bring up the fog machine. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to be like I've always wanted perfect. to do that kind of stuff because like do movies and stuff. But oh, I knew I I know it's never like a reality for me. So it's a dream that I've had, but it's not like a feasible dream that I'm going to actually pursue. Mm. Like yeah. a, oh, that would be fun to do one day. I mean, if I become like an author and stuff, and like oh, it when we finish our book. We're going to be so hands-on. The director's going to be like, why am I even here? I mean, I'm going to have to direct it. That's the thing is I will have to direct it. Yeah. Or like co-direct. Like, no, I'm going to be like, you have to have like, I have to have the scene of like, like Mireya holding Victoria. That scene, I have it planned in my head. Oh, we're we're control freaks when it comes to our projects. But um, how do you see your fictional characters? Um, I see them like whole, like 
And oftentimes I'll like imagine myself in the body of the point of view. Yeah, that's Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but very much like soul specific. Like sometimes I picture celebrities specifically like talking about like fictional men, right? Like sometimes I like put them in roles almost, but mm-hmm. also a lot of the time it's like a mix. And I almost like imagine a person that's like not real. Yeah. Yeah. I Which know always you- confuses people, but like I have like all these people in my head that I know I've never seen before, but just are like, like I have this whole image of what Resan looks like. That's yeah. not a celebrity or anybody I've ever met, but in my head, that is like my comfort. Like I'm like, that is my Resan. Yeah. Cause like, so like there's this thing of like you were so unimaginative creatures, humans that we cannot create a face. It's more of like a face that you have already seen, whether it's in the background of you walk into the store or like in the background of a TV show, like you have seen the face that you imagine already. Piecing it together. Yeah, and it's just like you merging a face together from different faces. And I feel like that's usually kind of like when you like look think of the the character you can like see the character but he doesn't really look like anyone but he does look like that character and I feel like that's like going to be my biggest fear when it comes to like bringing these characters to life because it's just like but that's not him because because we can do it for like the main characters because they are like you know great women right and we can see great women be portrayed almost any way because it's usually like what they do, how they speak, how they hold themselves. It's not so much on how like they look, although that may be a part of it, but it's more of just like how they're portraying themselves. Well, I like think- that's how I see like a really strong woman. Yeah. Whereas a man, if it's especially if it's a fictional man, it's like no one ever is gonna look that good. It's I mean, not- especially when they're written by women. Yeah. yeah. Let's be honest. Let's all be honest. Yes. Like nobody will ever compare to what Rowan looks like in my head. Nobody will ever Never. like even when I like think of Rowan in my head, I don't think of Rowan like this. Like I don't. Similar yes, but that's not what I think of Rowan in my head because I've con- constructed this like whole Rowan scenes in my head. But oh, okay. <laughs> um, not that like the scenes from like the books and stuff but um especially the empire of storm scenes we're not going to talk about it because grace hasn't read it yet but anyways anyways um so kind of my question for you well kind of like talking about it like in the cosplay realm and stuff are there like because we know you're Feyre hi lady of book talk um I'm just gonna keep bowing to you every single time I say that. Like, oh my god, my lady of book talk. <laughs> um, so have since you've done favor before, are there any characters that you are interested in cosplaying as or getting putting more out there that maybe aren't that well known or have been done before, but you want to do your take on them? And um, it doesn't have to be Akatar. It could be yeah. any any fandom, any book series. Yeah, yeah. I have been thinking about in the past, I've kind of like done a little bit of like Addie LaRue from The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I adore that book. I see myself in Addie so much and I've really felt the pull or been thinking about 
possibly cosplaying her or doing some Addy content to mm-hmm. try to bring her to life. I don't know. I still need to read the book. I have the book. <laughs> Amen has literally texted me so many times. She's like, have you read Out of the Rue? Have you, have you read Out Just of the checking Rue? in. And I'm like, I'm like, Amen, I still haven't gotten my audio book. I'm like 76th in line, okay? <laughs> so I like have to wait, but that's interesting because like I know I know it's harder to like I know Beth recently um changed their username um it used to be Mosh Trash but now it's who's lovely who's the lovely who is I'm looking at right now I have it pulled up who the lovely yeah who the lovely I mean she is a goddess literally I'm always in awe of Beth like that's just the tea looking at Beth with the blue corset the blue corset with the blue corset also so sad for us gays she's not a part of the lgbtq plus community she said she was straight and i was like no (laughs) i saw that video and i was like no i was like the boys have won yet again but so funny I mean, you mentioned oh sorry I interrupted no, 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 keep oh, go, go. um it's so funny you mentioned the blue corset because she sent me a picture of when she got it or she like showed me it and I literally was like you could step on me and I would say thank you yeah like well, I'd be like thank you excuse me you know that trend where like people like step on like the phone they they need to do that yeah. now like yes. multiple just multiple videos like a daily footstep please like with different if they shoes. did that like every single day I would be satisfied I would be like this is all I need this is all this I need is, <laughs> this is everything I've ever dreamed of this is, this everything. is the only content TikTok should be pushing <laughs> is like... Beth stepping on us <laughs> just imagine like Beth would be like are you sure like are you sure you want me to do that and she'd be like are you okay <laughs> no we're not but I mean, what's Beth new knows. what's new but everybody knows like everybody who literally comes on the podcast realizes how crazy I am <laughs> like I mean it's it's great Beth was so nice Beth was I was talking to Kayla earlier before we started how we were four hours talking with Beth oh yeah four hours Dude, and and like and you you mentioned like the blue corset but like when she got like all the other ones too Mm-hmm. I I just gotta say like the the whole awakening with like everybody getting corsets I'm like y'all this is why did we ever take corsets out of the equation like it's it's first of all it looks amazing second of all like you know it helps with like you know your posture and helping you you know when it's worn properly and number yeah. three it's it looks amazing like oh, gosh I, I I need to get my hands on more of them and you have a couple of, of corsets too, right? But not like, not the one. Wait, are you asking me or? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. I own a couple. I recently got a new red one that I absolutely adore. I love it. So They're when, amazing. when like, um, it's I think it's Corrine Thorne. She does a lot of Aelin cosplays and yep. Isabella Lightwood. I don't know the character. Um. She does, I saw her do, like, a whole haul. So, like, where do you get most of your, like, um, costume pieces from? Um, It kind of depends. Like, it depends on what I'm doing. Like, for Feyre, it's just a lot of taking, like, cool tone dresses that I found and pairing them with, like, celestial jewelry. 
uh, for more of like just my general fantasy ones, like a dress I wear all the time. I got at Target for like 20 bucks and I got this little corset waist thing off of Amazon for like 10. And then my newest piece that I like for costuming and stuff is literally a corset that I got on sale at a run fair. So like, I don't have like a specific place that I, I get to anything. I to a run fair. I'm so, I, I saw like people going, I think I saw it on TikTok and it was like two assassins going to the run fair. And I was like, so fun. And then I saw I saw the video of you and Beth at the run yes. fair, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, we had so much fun. It was a dream come true." I was like, that we "I'm only five hours away. I could have come. I'm just in <laughs> next I'm time, Kansas. Next time, I'm only in Kansas. <laughs> wait, yes, I'm in Kansas. I was like, wait, am I in Kansas? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, am I in Kansas? Well, I live. Missouri is literally like right there, so it's." I, I and I also live in Nebraska too, so it's like a triangle. It's a try and oh, I like there somewhere. Yeah. It's like the four corners, basically. Literally, <laughs> the four corners of the Midwest: <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, and Missouri. Yes, it's <laughs> where I live. Um, which is funny because I'm actually from Texas, so it's interesting. You're all I, up in the middle. You're just all in there. I'm Midwest, born and raised. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh With a wait southern... where was what where was the ren fair it was a little bit out of omaha nebraska i forget the name i think it's called papillion it's right I, it was right by I, omaha I'm so that glad was literally 20 that. minutes away from me that was literally 20 minutes away from me i go to school in downtown omaha <laughs> bro <laughs> wait <laughs> what Yes, I go to school in downtown Omaha. I go to Creighton University in downtown Omaha. Oh my god. I literally could have showed you Omaha. <laughs> Missed opportunities, people. That's why you always got to let people know where you're at, even though they don't really care. Because somebody <laughs> will care and somebody will, it will happen. I was in Omaha at that time. I was still in school. I was like at school and stuff. Did y'all drive? How far did you drive to get there? Um, let's see. It's a little under an hour between me and Beth, and then it was another two after that. So it was for me, it was like three hours. Wait, y'all are not that yeah. far. Wait, we'll be so close because I'll be in Omaha. <laughs> I'm living in Omaha for the next Wait. years of my life. I have an apartment too. So if y'all ever want to come to Omaha and stay a night, you guys should go and then like have Maggie like record uh, and direct your little your video snippets she's got please i would do please. it i would do it i would do it if only my only payment is beth stepping on me and and knowing her she'd be like maggie i don't i don't know about this <laughs> I'd be like maggie are you okay i'd be like yeah that my form of payment just step on me one time just one time Beth. just square on the face just one time <laughs> oh my god it would be like the most insane thing if this ever happens kayla you have to record it and then send me maggie's reactions I know, yeah so. i go to school i live in omaha kansas so but yeah i i'm gonna be living officially in omaha 
So next time y'all go to the Ren Fair in Omaha. Oh my God, yes. And I will take y'all out to like my favorite like brunch place and stuff. And I know all the good places to eat. But Papillion, <laughs> I go there for like a, a haunted, like there's this like land place. <laughs> it's called a farm. A land place. It's just um, well, well, well. You know what? It's it's a farm. <laughs> that that's what it is. It's a it's a it's a farm. It's I don't a farm, know. and um, they have like haunted houses and stuff, and that's in Papillion. So when you said that, I was like, twenty minutes away from me. Like Omaha is so small. Like Bellevue, Papillion, Omaha, Gretna. I know all the stuff. <laughs> Me in California, like, hey guys. <laughs> no, it's not fair because because like Pauline and Tish live in California near you, and I'm like, that is true. Wow. That is true. So I, now I get Beth I get the romance. Are gonna be without you, <laughs> and you yeah. can go. With, you can go with Tish and Pauline. <laughs> I'll you, just be you, living on cloud nine. Okay. You you get the beautiful cosplayers, and I get like the romance lovers. But that's so, that's like, we literally swapped because I'm the one who does all the smutty romance. And, and I'm the fantasy one. Yeah. It's perfect. It's literally how it's meant to go. It's the best. Other. It's the best. I think that's so funny that like y'all were in Omaha and I was literally like in my room when I watched that. And I was like, oh my God, they're together. Oh my God. Like, oh my God. No, the funny thing is, is I, was thinking, I was thinking about working at that Ren Fair. Like I was like, oh, I was looking for a summer job and I was like, oh, maybe I'll like work at the Omaha Ren Fest. Like the one like by there. And I was like, oh, it's like close to school and stuff. I could do your gut feeling was telling you something. <laughs> people, people, listeners, listen to so your sad. intuition. It is all that intuition. Something. I yes. am so sad at this miss but i will i will direct any video you want if beth will just step on my face that will that can be arranged trust me i'll, 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 I'll deal it will be arranged <laughs> kayla's gonna be like lifting beth's legs just no, literally it, like it. i'd be like beth come on do it for us come on <laughs> you're like beth just step and that's like no and you're like beth step and she's like i'm gonna hurt her and i'm like do it do it do it and you're like beth step on her face i'm like Step on my face, and it's like, no! Oh my gosh, the chaos that that alone would bring. <laughs> that scene me. alone would bring. We need multiple uh, angles, multiple oh, guests. Yeah, we'll you. have a shot from my face. <laughs> we'll have a shot behind Kayla's shoulder, like pointing at Beth, and then like a shot of a close up of Beth at her face. She's like, no, no. <laughs> in the middle of it somebody is in the background playing music to, <laughs> to just a piano guy playing the piano like song oh gosh it would be a masterpiece the twilight could... blue filter <laughs> and it's like yes. raining and like yes y'all are both have a violinist can we have somebody in the background oh, like this short film already is one of probably the best things that i have seen and it's not even like a actual thing yet we could make it like a 10 minute film uh, <laughs> and it yes. starts it the opening credit is like my me laying on the ground and it like comes up to my feet and then you just meet, see me going beth please beth <laughs> and then beth looking down she's like i can't and then you're like what is happening and then it pans out and then you see kayla go step on her <laughs> and it's like dramatic 
raining <laughs> and like everybody's like face is plastered and it's muddy and oh, gosh. Like, no this is this is a scene already in my head hold on i'm asking beth oh beth wants me to say um hi to you guys and that she loves you guys oh my gosh hi, hi. i'm i'm asking her i said i'm gonna say if i asked you to step on someone for me would you do it oh my gosh <laughs> see <what> reaction. <laughs> yeah. she'd probably be like depends who yeah <laughs> Okay, Mike, I, I'm texting her. I said, if I asked you to step on someone for me, no, for us, would you do it? <laughs> it's the ultimate Perfect. form of payment. It's the ultimate it's form of payment, awesome. and it would be a compliment to be stepped. But she has to be wearing her blue corset. Yes, that is a must. Don't worry. Don't worry blue about corset. it. Yes. yes. Blue corset has, is a must. It has to be. I, I, I love that. <laughs> that I created in my head I already have it planned out so we're gonna have a shot we're gonna have like rain and Kayla's face is gonna be plastered her makeup's gonna be she's crying and she's like just step on her Beth just step on her and then she's getting angry and you're like and you're like Feyre cosplay and then Beth is like I don't know what cosplay she'll be in she'll be in her her Nesta cosplay so she's really angry but she's crying and so you never imagine Nesta crying like that but Beth is like no no I can't Dude, you are literally <laughs> this is like the best like pitch ever uh, Maggie yeah. so what I'm basically hearing is is that as they start putting the Akatar TV show team together they need to put you on the inspirational from all my acting uh, 101 class that I took this semester <laughs> my one acting class <laughs> hey it only takes one class to discover to spark up the talent it only yeah. takes one cosplay video takes one book to change your life and the snowball effect just takes hold of it you never know oh yeah that is true okay. no i sorry beth if beth listens to this beth i respect <laughs> you as a human being i'm so sorry if this made you so uncomfortable i love you i love the content you create and this is all a joke i i love you i'm a big fan <laughs> mostly mostly a joke mostly mostly a joke mostly. except you stepping on my face everything else was a joke mostly mostly a joke it's okay but yeah okay I, so. I hope she never sees this episode i hope she doesn't see the end of this episode because you're just okay. gonna me just beth, yelling, step on her face as cute. you know what it's gonna be it's like when beth is watching this back it'll be like stop right before this whole segment it's like beth be like this section <laughs> of the episode is no longer available to you. We are sorry for the inconvenience. I'm gonna actually, I'm putting that edit in. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do a voice. I'm gonna be like, hello, Beth. It's Maggie. If you're, if you're listening to this, this if is the moment where you skip to the end. Should, I think you should leave. I <laughs> don't want you to see the rest of this video. Oh yeah. Beth. Definitely not. Have a good day, Beth. Step on my <laughs> face, Beth. Oh, wait, how did you guys actually become friends? You and Beth? Um she posted so actually fun fact beth and i did not like each other for like a long time i i thought that too i thought y'all didn't like each other for a very long time but here's the kicker so we're both very witchy people right and so beth had posted something about aphrodite and mm -hmm. then i slid into her dms it was like oh uh, da, da, if you need any help or questions i'm here for you and then we just kind of started talking and then we realized that we're like the same person wasn't this and like now recently it was back in December, so it's been yeah. it's been it's been a little bit, but yeah. And then we just like Facetime one time. I did a tarot reading for her, and just like from that moment onwards, we were like inseparable. Like I don't know how to explain it. 
yeah other than it's just like we just like clicked and then we realized all the reasons we didn't like each other was because we're so similar if that yeah, makes sense that usually happens is why people don't like each other is because they're too similar that's why enemies to lovers is the ultimate trope love that trope oh, so much but yeah beth is beth is the best she has been through me through like so much this past year and like the past couple weeks like she's like my rock and beth if you're watching this i literally love and adore you i call oh, her my radiant star yeah so. I literally, I already, I, I call Beth, fun fact, my radiant star that shines upon my darkest night. She just like came into my life. And then we finally got to meet in person a little bit ago. And she's like, we always have this joke that like, I'm like the kite and she's like the rope. Right. So like, whenever we're going, she's like, I'm your rope. Like, we just like balance each other out. Like, I don't know how to explain it other than she's just. No, like, but that's like perfect. That's because like, like, remember how I was saying, like, yeah. that balance. I know. I was like, hmm. Like, that's with me and Beth. Like, we're very similar, but we're also like very different. Yeah. That it, we're not too similar, but we also like balance each other out. Yeah. So well. You guys are. Oh my gosh. Now I want you to do my tarot reading. I've never. Oh my God. Anytime, just, just message me. Be like, hey, are you busy? Whatever. And I'll be like, no, I'm not. Because I don't really like. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm usually reading smut, so, like, I'm really busy, but I'll try. <laughs> Do you ever have any downtime and you want to tear a reading? Just okay. yeah, let me know, I, okay? If you just let me know. I'll hook you up if you want. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And it's crazy how, like, those are, like, the friendships that, like, literally come together so easily after, like, some time. But it's, like, that one meeting or, like, that one FaceTime call. And then and it's it just, just, like, changes everything. That's what happened between Grace and I. It was, like, our one, like, FaceTime call, and I would be on your live and stuff, and then we, like, officially, we were, like, okay, let's write a book together, and we went on a FaceTime call, and you can't lose me, bitch, now. And, and now I'm stuck with stuck you. Stuck with you. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you, you, would not be, you would not be thriving right now if it wasn't for me. True. No. True. I feel like I feel like I just just watched like the cutest moment just happen. Like I'm in awe of you guys. You guys are the best. <laughs> oh my gosh, that means a lot. It's funny. I it's funny because like for Beth's episode, I was I love how we're just talking about Beth. I think that's gonna be the title of the 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 title of this episode is gonna be a quote from Kayla. Can actually, talk about Beth. Beth. <laughs> yeah. It's just gonna be a court of Kayla, but really, it's all about Beth. <laughs> Literally. That, that's the episode title is at a court of Kayla dot dot or like the is that a semicolon no it's a <laughs> grammar grammar 101 yeah do not I, I'm helping my students write an essay right now and I'm you know a teacher or whatever ask me if I know where to put a semicolon what'd she say <laughs> She just says, Oh, she responded. She just goes, Yes. Who? Say the word. The energy. She has to, she knows she has to say no for that scene. Okay. That scene still relives rent free in my head. Beth is such a good actress. She oh, she's so literally they're fabulous. Okay. Do you um, do you, you both are. You both are. You both are. This is coming back, back around to yourself too, because you both are. Yes. My one semester of acting, yes, you are very good, and I think yeah. that's why cosplayers are really good. Is it, it, it's it's yeah. a form of acting through TikTok that really hits an audience. It targets and it's so fun when you're like putting together these scenarios and like 
filming them like yourself in your room or whatever you feel fun doing them and it feels like you're you're basically playing dress up and all of us as kids we all did it and now some of us are still doing it and it's even fun I think it's also like a form of expression right like I know with uh, what was it? Was it last week? About a week ago, I posted a video to. Is it good for you, Olivia Rodrigo? So. Let me let me look it song. up. <laughs> and um, it's supposed to be out a boy, and I kind of made it about a boy, but I kind of also made it about a recent friend breakup I had, and it was like therapeutic. Like that's one thing I'm realizing with this stuff. Is oh, like, that video is so aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> that video is the most aesthetically pleasing. Like. Oh my god, it's so good. It is such a good video. Thank I saw you. that video and I like rewatched it like maybe 20 times. Oh my god, like, thank you. I was just like oh like even watching it now, I'm like watching it. <laughs> I tell you, I'm a fan. Like that's how you know you made a good video because like the emotion that you put into it. But I totally get you what you mean about like the it's like you can do a video of like you singing like a breakup song about a ex that you had maybe years ago, but like it hits because there's there's still that that one thing that you just needed to do, and as soon as that video comes out, it's just like it's the best form. Like I have so yeah. many videos that I want to do, but they all relate to like my toxic ex boyfriend, and I'm just like I can't do that. It's been like you know a couple of years, but then I'm like you know what. I don't care. I'm gonna do this. I need Mama. to. Need Fun to fact about the video is I originally filmed that because I recently went through a pretty big friend breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, those are so hard. Yeah, it's not been great, but I filmed that video to try to get like that off my chest of like kind of my anger and frustration with it and not getting closure and stuff like that. That's neither here nor there. Um, and so I wasn't even originally planning on posting that video like yeah. at all I just like filmed it for me and for like self like expression and working through that and empowering myself and then it wasn't actually until I sent it funny enough to Beth and to some of our other friends um they were like you should post this and then yeah I mean the like cover on your page it like is so aesthetically pleasing because it's like the red and it's like hitting the from the back and you're like it's so, it's such an aesthetically pleasing photo and, or video. And I have a question. So when you're filming this video, you see it cuts a lot from like multiple outfits and like other stuff, like you with the card, you with like on the corset and stuff. So how did you film that? Did it take like multiple hours where you like costume changing and stuff? And then like, how did you edit that together? Um, so I actually prepped that before. So like, I, again, I heard the music and I had this idea, right? And like, I had this whole like journey and like these clips in my head to like express myself and what I wanted to do for it. So mm-hmm. what I did is I literally just went I and then I planned the shots and then I just replaced the clips in TikTok. That's, and that's so that's I, how I like filmed it all. So I didn't have I to like thought. edit it and stuff, which made it so much easier. Yeah. Because yeah. that was my question because I saw somebody, I, that's how I learned to like edit and stuff is that you can, yeah. I didn't know that you could reshoot stuff for the longest time. I did not I didn't know that. either. It took me and, up until like maybe two months ago to realize I could do that on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Two months ago, I think somebody posted like a video on how to do it. And I was like, 
Whoa, this this is game changer for my smutty reviews. Game changer. The game changer. Cause like doing the, the transitions before, it's like, okay, here, cut timer, go, switch costume, and then get it back to the original one. It was such a pain. But now that you, you're able to like film all the parts from that one costume and then do the other part, it's like the best thing ever. Thank you, TikTok, for it. But um, you film it all on your phone. Like you don't have like another camera, like you do it out of the app that you record or you just do it all in TikTok. I do it all in TikTok. Sometimes there's things that I do that I film and then like edit, like specifically some of my stuff in the woods. Sometimes I do, if I remember filming like a random fantasy video, but most of the time I do it through TikTok and just like, I've just experimented a lot with like lighting and figuring out what makes, what looks good on my phone and like how to like do that, you know? It's just been a lot of experimentation to get it. What phone do you have that you use? Cause your camera quality is amazing. Your camera quality is amazing. It's um the new one. I don't know what yeah, this is I know called. which one you're talking about. The, yeah, it's it's the newest iPhone. Yeah, yeah, I was very lucky to get a good deal on this. Otherwise, I would not have gotten, let me tell you, because I traded in my other phone, which made this affordable. And I'm so glad that I did because I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I want to, I, I think I might need to get a new phone because I like to drop my phone a lot. <laughs> when you drop it a lot, it kind of tends to crack and like, Sometimes the cracks go right into the camera. I learned that the hard way with my last phone. It's the word. I don't really think that they're meant to be dropped on the foam floor, Maggie. That's what case is for. To to each their own. Yes. Also, I said that I responded to Beth and said, "Um, Maggie wants you to step on her face so that she'll direct the video for us. and Beth said, say the word, I'm there, time and place. Maggie, I love you. <laughs> so Beth's down. Okay, so Beth will step on my face, but we have to make that video of her not wanting to step on my face. That's an iconic. For aesthetics, for aesthetics. For aesthetics. We have to, it has to be, but it has to be a TikTok because we can do three minutes now on TikTok. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. It has to be like one of those ones that's like turn your phone kind of thing where you like, have you seen those? Those turn your phone. Yes. Or like it's they like super it. dramatic and it's like yes those are like the best ones that i watched yeah. like and then like it sucks when you get there early and they only have like part like one up and, and it's you're like, like bro oh, <laughs> i cannot come back to you later yeah <laughs> i'm gonna forget about this later yeah that's it's it, it, but it's also i understand because like I posted a video and it like blew up and I didn't expect that. I it's at 200k views now and I was like, "No, I don't why. This was a shit post video. You're not this is no. It's about 365 days. No, you're not supposed to It's not. always those videos that yeah. do good that you yes. don't expect. Thank you. I always say like, that. Literally, it's like shit post videos. Yes, because shit TikTok is a shit post place. But oh, yeah. um, it's funny cuz like I'll and people were like well sis where's the review like put up the review and I'm like I'm reading it right now I can't like I, I was like as I was reading it like I posted it that morning and I was gonna read it that day and then put it up and I was like okay I'll get like maybe like a thousand views I'll get like and like some people will say it and I'll just respond and then it was like oh no and I'm like I'm a very small creator so like that happening to us is like huge monumental thing and I was like yep 
it's my most <laughs> you viewed went most by liked, it's my most viewed most liked video and i was like it is literally i posted my other one is like my review for like my smutty recommendations and those ones i understand why but this one i'm like it's literally me asking should i buy this book and everyone is like yes you have to review it for us you have to suffer and i suffer <laughs> it's literally the the ones that you're just like oh this look at this is going on quick open up tiktok film this really quick post that i guess we'll see what it does come back that's the, those are the ones that are like the best ones and then like you know as a cosplayer it's just like dang y'all don't realize how much work we put into all of this and then those are always the videos that like don't do well and it's just literally like, literally it gets frustrating sometimes yeah i think just, so i saw something and it was about the tiktok algorithm the less time you spend on the video the more likely it gets higher views and the the least time it spends in your drafts what do you like, know how many drafts i have right now yeah yeah i i plan ahead like i post like i'll film and then i'll post throughout the week yeah, that's why I think it's always my shit posts ones that do well because I like will I like will record it and post it automatically because it's a shit post and I like have like five minutes and I'm like I'll just post it and then it like goes up and I'm like this is really what y'all want. Grace is stunned. Grace is stunned. I just blew Grace's mind. The TikTok because algorithm is just whack. It's just it's so whack. It's a wow. love hate relationship. Literally, and, and it's more on the hate. Yes. yes. But, yeah. but we like it. Look what it, it has done for us this whole past year, right? Yeah. I mean, if I hadn't gone on Book Talk, which is almost my one year anniversary, if I haven't had gone on Book Talk, I don't know where I'd be now. Ooh, that's. I'd that's be richer, cool. that's for sure. <laughs> You'd actually have a good amount of money. I have money budget. saved. I have money saved. I'm an accountant. I have money saved. But the amount is the difference. My emotional health would, I'd be more trusting of people because uh, I do not trust authors to give me happy endings anymore. <laughs> I don't trust characters who come up in my books to actually be good people when they're nice at first. As soon as like a person comes up to me very nice, I'm like, that's suspicious. <laughs> Where is your trauma? Where is your trauma? Where's the trauma though? Where is the trauma? What what flavor of trauma are you are you sprinkling on me today? Oh, that's so funny. You don't and then they come up to me like trauma, like what is that? And I'm just like, oh then honey, you need to stay away from me. <laughs> you are not. I do not need this. That's a whole nother level of trauma that I cannot tap it. I do not have the capacity for it, please, sir. Okay, yeah. Keep your smiles and rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. Well, I think this is where we're going to have to wrap up because Grace has to actually go to our book club meeting and I actually have to go sign my lease for my apartment. So Yes, yes, yes. Big moves. But seriously, Kayla, I'm being serious. Like if you want, like if y'all are going to come to the RenFest again next year or something, y'all and y'all want to like go the whole day and not have to worry about like driving back and stuff. I have multiple air mattresses now. Say less. <laughs> 
say less. I will have yes. a, I will have a dumb comfy couch. That is our one request for our apartment is we are having a dumb comfy couch. Yes. Just and yes, I have books. Yes. I have all this. I have all the books. You don't even need to bring it. Bring a book. I can get a book to read for the night. Yes, that'll be the I best. Love that. Yes. Well, um, thank you, Kayla, for coming on, and thank you for actually agreeing. Because as I say always, I never expect anybody to agree, especially the next guests that we have planned. Didn't expect them to it's agree. always a surprise because like we always like think like oh you know we're a small podcast like nobody's really gonna listen to us let alone want to be on but then we hear these stories from our friends saying like people are waiting to be asked to be on and we're just like you guys email us really <laughs> email like don't dm us email us at a very bookish podcast at gmail.com I, I love not you guys. answer right away because I am chaotic like that and I will answer like last minute. Like last <laughs> night when I text, I emailed you, Kayla, and I was like, 6 p.m. is great. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's literally like the day before. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. yeah and that's why so I like you. I was like, oh, she's so nice. She's so, I got your email while I was at work and I was like, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> we, we love, we love it when you guys agreed to be on because like and you guys are always like the sweetest people like Kayla you're like one of the nicest people ever and it's just like we love you guys and um we want to say thank you for coming on and thank you for enduring me a lot of me and Maggie and thank you for enduring me like not even Grace Grace is fine me you handled me pretty well (laughs) hey you you saw the, the the dynamic right I am the the boring one, and I take no, pride. no. So you're you're pride. the rope. You're the rope, I'm the and rope. then he's the kite. I'm the rope. Thank yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. We're you gonna we're gonna borrow your your little off your little thing with Beth. I am definitely the rope, and it is it's perfect. But um, thank you for coming on again. I'm gonna say that like a couple more times, but yeah. Yes. And we had so much fun, and we hope you did too. And we thank our, our, our listeners. Thank you guys. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Um, as you know, this always goes up Fridays at 6 p.m. Central, both on YouTube and on all, our, all of our podcast places, um, Apple, Spotify, oh. Pod- Google. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, because we've gone on so many tangents, I didn't get to bring this up. Kayla, don't you have an Etsy shop that you're launching? Yes. Oh. Yes, I do have an Etsy shop that I'm doing some fun bookish launches this summer. It's called A Shop of Kayla, and I like to bring books to life through jewelry. Yes. If you want to favorite my shop on Etsy, then you won't miss out on the launch. Yes. Shameless self-promo. What is your first launch? The best thing. Oh, I've done launches right now. There's like nothing up, but my next launch is Addie LaRue. It's inspired (gasps) by The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. So... That'll be the best. When's Anna's birthday? Right. We should. We should do. We should buy like every item from the shop and like give a bulk gift to Eamon. Eamon, she loves. Wait, Eamon, don't listen to this. (laughs) Oh, she's not listening. She's not. You're not listening to this. Anyway, we'll we'll hit we'll hit you up, Kayla, after about this. Yeah. Anyways um so I'll promo sure- everything right now yeah you know? <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure to tag uh Kayla's shop and all her socials 
in our description. Make sure you guys follow her and um, look up her Etsy shop so you guys can stay up tuned for her next launch. And make sure you guys follow her on TikTok to watch her beautiful cosplays. Yeah. And yeah. So update, um, this was actually, this episode was supposed to go out on June 4th, but I'm moving it to May, our next Friday, um, because I don't, the person who is going to be the next episode, I don't want it to be too far back, so I'm moving this one up. So Kayla, you're in May as our May, oh. part of our May guest. We had a lot of guests in May, so you're, you're, you're part of the May gang. Um, oh. So thank you guys listening. Thank you for, I don't like holding this, but I kind of like holding this mic. I feel so <laughs> like, I kind of love this but look like a talk show host it's a vibe not you unplugging it my goodness my goodness well i'm gonna wrap this, this up for us and i think this, be, <laughs> this is where are we end okay. Okay. <laughs> thank you guys for coming yes. we'll see you guys next time Have a bye, good you guys. bye bye